There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 319 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be back in your earbuds again this week. And today I've got an episode that I think you're really going to love. And so we're going to dive right into it. But actually, before we do that, I just want to say thank you so much to all of the reviews and ratings you all are leaving or have been leaving over the past few weeks. It really means so much. If you haven't done it, It's not too late. It's never too late. So long as this podcast continues to exist. Uh, But I do want to call out one review because someone said that my voice is super relaxing and they could legit fall asleep to it, I think was the exact phrase, which I had to, I did a little laugh out loud there because I thought that was hilarious. And also I've heard that before. A lot of people have told me that Um, I was a yoga teacher for over a decade. And a lot of my yoga students used to tell me that that had a really relaxing voice to do Shavasana with. So I don't know, maybe I should bring some of that back. Let me know if you're interested. Anyways, let's get to today's episode. Like I said, I'm really excited about it. Um, So today I had my client Rondi on the show. She's actually in the Love Incubator. And I'm telling you that for two reasons. One is because we referenced some things that happen outside of the context of this call. So just want you to know that I know her, I know some of her background. And so that's why she's also referring to some of the coursework that's involved with um, or that you get access to when you work with me. And the other reason that I'm telling you this is because I think this really just goes to show and highlight how valuable a coach can be. I think sometimes it's like, well, I don't understand what a coach does or, or how it helps me. I think most of us are familiar, even if not personally familiar with with therapy and like how that can be beneficial. um, And just unpacking things and talking things out. 
obviously super, super helpful and healing in so many ways. But then it's like, well, what's coaching? Or how is it different? Or what does it do? And I hope that this call can really highlight that for you. Because when you're living your own experience, when you're, you know, thinking your thoughts and doing your things just day in and day out, it just feels like, yep, this is what I do, or this is who I am, or this is what's normal. And sometimes it can be really powerful to have someone come in and be like, but is it? Is that normal? Or is that healthy? Or is that really true? Or can you see how these two things are related or how you're playing this thing out or you're playing that thing out from your ex and you're like, oh, shit. And then that's when huge change can can really happen. So I hope that you can really pick up on that in our session or in this call today with with Rondi. But I also just want to let you know that I have a couple spots open to work with me. I have rolling spots available. So I am recording this a little bit ahead of schedule. So I'm not exactly sure what my availability is at the moment. However, I do take on two new clients every single month. And that way I just have plenty of time to onboard you as well as take care of my other clients. So I'm not overwhelming myself. And so if you are interested in working with me, start Starting in August, most likely potentially September, but you know, sometime uh, late summer or early fall, and you're ready to just you know stop spinning your wheels or play all the games or whatever, and you really want to do the the deep work to shift your relationships from the inside out, then I would love to work with you. The link to go to is veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And there you will find a form to fill out. You fill that form out. And then that will send you to my calendar where you can book your introductory call. And that's just a consult. You know, it's no pressure. It's just a call for us to get to know each other so that you can make the best decision as to whether or not working together is the next right step for you. So again, that link is veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Okay, so with my call with Rondi today, so she has been diving deep into the inner child work since we began our work together. And now she's beginning to build all of these connections. She's like, Oh my gosh, I remember this thing and that thing. And this is a belief that I created or this happened, or I'm trying to help my inner child do this or that. But she's having trouble applying it and making real sense and meaning of it so that she can actually apply it to of specific situation or situationship, as we call it, uh, in her life right now. So if doing the deep work or the inner work kind of feels like this vague thing, like, what does it all mean? Or how do I apply it, then you're really going to love this episode. And I just have to tell you this, because I cannot get it out of my head. Whenever I think about how to apply inner child work, and like, what does it all mean? The thing that comes to my mind is this line from Austin Powers, I don't remember which movie it was, probably the second one, because that was the one I watched a million times when I was little. Anyways, so Basil is telling Austin Powers something. I don't remember what it is, but Austin Powers just goes, whoop-de-doo, Basil, what does it all mean? Like, he couldn't give a fuck, right? And so, I don't know, that's the line that always comes up when it's like, inner child work, deep work, like, I'm making all these connections or all these ahas, but what does it all mean? How do I apply? That's what comes up. Just wanted to tell you that. Anyways, um, I think you're really gonna love this episode if you're like, but how? Do, what does it all mean? Or how do I apply it? Or how can it actually help me to have less shitty relationships or experiences in my love life? So if that relates, then you'll definitely love my episode with Rondi. Uh, so we'll get to that in just one moment. And if you want to work with me personally on this, then again, veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching is the place to go. Hi, Rondi. Welcome to the show. How can I help today? Well, hi, Veronica. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm still processing sort of my first 
what I would call sort of breakthrough in this inner child okay. <laughs> um, work. I was having such a hard time connecting with, you know, the idea of myself as, as a child, um, visualizing that it, it was just not coming very easily. But then <laughs> in some of your courses, you talk about, you know, letting that happen, kind of just waiting to see. Yeah. So what finally, maybe it was just kind of coming back to it, but what made a difference <laughs> was going back to kind of a, a really emotional, I would, I'm not, I don't really want to go into super detail, but kind of a traumatic um, moment. Um, yeah, it was probably the most dramatic thing that's happened to me in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I had been briefly hurt by my mother physically and, um, and my dad came in and she said, don't tell him. <laughs> and so when I remembered that incident and, and as you say, sort of like drop yourself into that scene. Um, actually you had, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Let me just say something. So you don't want to relive. Trauma. Right. Uh-huh. So I would, if you're working with this memory, like if it's coming up, then mm-hmm. I would like maybe how she was feeling right after, or even you can imagine, and this might be more visualization because you said you had a hard time visualizing so yeah. this work, but you could also imagine if it works for you, um, your adult self pulling her out of this, the space and taking her to a safe space. It can be a re- real or imaginary, like, I mean, a place like you knew, or it can just be like this magical garden of like, I don't know. <laughs> Lillington, okay. <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Keep going. I just want to, I just want to oh, make okay. sure. Sure. That does, that does make sense. Like, yeah, I don't have to relive that. And I don't know that I had that sense. It was really a good exercise to see myself where I am now. I mean, 50 years later, I think I've finally been able to come back to it, but yeah, the messages were really in kind of profound and I'm still sort of working on him, but it was just like, you're safe with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also because it's this idea of what you needed then is still kind of what you need now. (laughs) Right. Those kinds of messages. I'll take care of you. Yeah. It was a big one. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, So, so I I know you're still like processing because obviously this stuff just came up and you're like, whoa, I haven't thought about this in a really long time. What is either the question or where are you still like having trouble? Like, yeah, basically what's, what's the question or the issue that's coming up as, as it relates to. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. I guess it, it has to do with how I'm not quite making a connection between this and my present relationships, I did sort of go through that exercise of the relationship history and finding some patterns, yeah. but I, I got really stuck kind of on these questions of where have you felt this before? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what does this remind you of in your current relationship? So I'm, I'm for me, having that kind of sense of me as a child, I'm still not quite connecting it to my present day situations. Okay. Okay. So you said a current relationship. Are you currently dating someone? Mm, mm, No. (laughs) Anything like that? Yeah. I love that word. Yeah. Um, 
No, okay. <laughs> put it that so, way. No. Okay. So what were the, so remind me, what were the, the, when you were processing, you know, that incident that happened yeah. that came up through your inner child work, the beliefs that came up, like, okay. Like, or, or their needs, like I need to be taken care of. Uh huh. What, what was the other thing that came up? That I need to tell someone what happened yeah. <laughs> and not being kind of being forbidden to, you know, it was to, to yeah. say something. Yeah. Okay. So that is what you want your inner child to relearn, right? See this uh-huh. and, and learn that from this experience. So if that's what she has to relearn, what did she learn or what did she, what belief did she uh-huh. as a result of what happened? Right. That it's, it's not safe to say what hurt or angered you because it can, it can get anger back in return. Yeah. Even in, I hate to say, but it seemed like in a way in my dad's case, I'm not sure he really even wanted to know about it to really hear it. I don't have any recollection of real comfort in that situation. Yeah. Um, Some of the beliefs that might've come up or the stories that you created from that is it's not safe to stand up for myself. Right. It's not safe to confront someone when someone was wrong or when someone hurt me, whether it's emotional or physical, other people don't care. Right. Like if you kind of sense that your dad didn't want to know other people don't care. I have to fend for myself. I can't rely on people. I can't trust people. You know, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I'm just saying this is a far stretch that some of these might've been some of the stories or beliefs or just like frameworks that you then encountered the world with. Yes. Yes. So does that remind you of dynamics in previous relationships? Yeah. Just let me (laughs) think about that. Um, I mean, I'm not exactly sure because one of the dynamics that I got pretty clear on, and I, I feel even a little guilty phrasing it this way, thinking of it this way, but I feel like I've spent a lot of time dating Mm, down a little bit guys who uh, mm, I just don't have great conversations you know what I mean like uh, yeah well that keeps you safe that keeps you safe right well I suppose it does yeah that keeps you safe right because it's like Uh person rejects me I don't care because I'm all let's be honest I'll probably reject them first anyways or something right right but tell me I I I feel like and, and and obviously like and I'll tell everyone this in the intro to this episode, but like, we know each other. So I know like some of your, obviously, but you, okay. How does this dynamic of like, Mm -hmm. I don't have needs or it's not safe to have needs or it's not safe to express them or when someone hurts, Mm -hmm. how does that remind you? Or does that remind you of your Mm ex-husband? Yeah. Just, I was, yeah, I was kind of afraid to to bring up things that maybe I was mad about, things that, <laughs> this is going to sound weird too, things that I felt bad about that I, <clears throat> I remember one particular expenditure that I made that I wanted to talk to him about, but I was afraid to talk to him about. And uh, that was, I have to say, sort of the beginning <laughs> of a downhill slide and, and a real pattern that was um, destructive. <laughs> yeah. Why were you afraid to tell him? Yeah, right. 
again, I guess just that feeling that he would be mad instead of, or even, yeah, even that it would be okay for him to be mad, but we could sort of work through it to a, some kind of a resolution. Yeah. yeah. And and so when you think about being afraid to confront something or have a conversation, yeah, does that remind you of that little girl who felt like she couldn't? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. even to this day, I'm not really sure that you've still held your husband responsible for everything that he did. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, I have been doing that exercise that's been helpful about, <laughs> about start listing and I haven't gotten even to 25. I know that's an arbitrary, but listing the reasons he wasn't the perfect guy. <laughs> and I laugh because <laughs> Because that's a hard one to let go of, but I am, I'm up to number 16 on that. But. <laughs> yeah. I think you get to at least 25, but, right. but probably like far higher because he is, uh, did you put your mom on or your dad on the pedestal when you were dad, young? For sure. My dad. Yeah. 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 He yeah. was the safer person, you know, and he was the good guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I did. Yeah. Well, it seems like the good guy. I mean, and in some ways maybe he was, but also if he didn't really, want I know, happen, still obviously I know. that's a little bit of an issue. So, yeah. so do you see, I mean, to me, it feels like a pretty clear, a clear path between like not wanting to hold people responsible uh-huh. that created. And, and I'm not like criticizing your younger self for doing this. Cause again, like you don't have that many options. When, how old were you? Do you remember ish? Oh, I was little. I was five or, or younger even. Yeah. So five yeah. is like really young, really, uh-huh. like really young. You like yeah. a teenager could have like, at least like pretend right. to run away and just run away to like a friend's house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you get out of the house, but like a five-year-old, where's a five-year-old going to go? Where do they go? go? Yeah. So I don't want you, and I'm not, I don't want you to think that like, I'm like blaming your five-year-old. Uh-huh. Oh, she did the wrong thing. She didn't stand up. Like, no, she's five uh-huh. people that were supposed to keep her safe. Didn't. Right. 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 So you're going to do whatever resources or you're going to use whatever resources or tools that you have to stay safe. And in this instance, when you're freaking five years old, which is, I can't emphasize enough. So young, uh-huh. you're like, okay, it's, this isn't safe. Like I just need to keep my mouth shut and this will all right. go. Yep. 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 And to an extent that probably worked, right. Probably not a hundred percent of the time. But to an extent, like at least give you a semblance of some sort of safety because it, it could have prevented other things from spiraling out. No, staying quiet. And yeah, definitely was an important strategy <laughs> to right. not get someone mad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so that pattern, which you needed and which was useful and was about survival. Yeah. Even though like, even though like your mom may not have been literally about to kill you. It could feel like that. Mm-hmm. You don't feel safe in the presence of anybody. It can certainly feel like that, but especially when you don't feel safe in the presence of someone who's supposed to take care of take you. Care of us. Yeah. Literally feel like I'm going to die. Like uh-huh. I'm not using that like like I'm using that like very literally. Like that's what it's uh-huh. right. And so you needed to employ whatever strategy was at your disposal. And again, you are five years old, not a lot of options. And so you just did one that you had available to you, which is what you could do, which was to stay quiet. Yeah. And the only difference is that, and this is a big difference, but the only difference yeah. now is that you're not at your mom and dad's house anymore. Right. You don't have to stay quiet. 
Yeah. Other people can be wrong. You can let them know. You can have boundaries. You can, you know, you can um, uh, stand up for yourself now. And it might bring up that I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to remind yourself you are not five and you are not at your parents' house anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you see when you reparent yourself, this little five-year-old, Mm-hmm. You have to let her know, like, I've got you. Uh-huh. I take care of us. I've got this. We can let other people know that they were wrong. We can let other people know that they've hurt us or that we have boundaries or needs or whatever. So that's the reparenting. I like that we. I think I was kind of framing it like you can say what you need, but it's more like we can do this. No, no, you're you're yeah. you're the grown up. Uh-huh. You're the grown-up. You're the parent uh-huh. that she didn't have that she needed at the time. Yep. 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 Because right now your five-year-old self is calling the shots. And it's not that she's bad or wrong. Again, she was doing the best she could and she's trying to stay safe, but she just has an adult now that can right. take care of things and she can just kind of be taken care of. She can sit back a little bit. Yeah. And I think another part of this is saying, you can tell me what's wrong. I, I think that in my relationships, it was like not sort of admitting when something was off or when I was just feeling. <laughs> um, so anyway, trying to get a clear channel um, when things don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So I want you to, I want to, I want to put this into like you know, practical, tangible sense. So sure. mm-hmm. when I asked you earlier, if you were dating someone, you're like, well, no, no, bro. Is there anyone in the picture now? Like anyone, even someone that you're talking to online. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Someone I'm texting with, I guess. Yeah, it's been, yeah. Okay. And so it's like a texting pen pal situation? Yes. And how's that going for you? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) And I I can tell you that here's how it's played out. It's like we've texted really interesting and really fun. And he seems interested, but I have met him in person a couple of times and it, it's completely inconsistent. He doesn't act the way he comes across. Um, you know, so you have met him in person before. I oh, I have. Okay. I have. Okay. Okay. And 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 that was a while ago. And it's just mm, within the past, I would say six weeks. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 
All right. So it's right now it's more or less a texting pen pal situation. Yes. Okay. So I can, I can see your face right now. We're on zoom. I can tell you're not super pleased with it. Right. <laughs> so this is where the inner child work turns into tangible action. Can you see how the five-year-old self is like, well, I'll just go along with it. Uh-huh. No ruffle any feathers. Mm-hmm. Whereas like your adult self is like, you're trying to go along with it, but you're like, this shit sucks. <laughs> right. right? Mm-hmm. What is it that you really want? Do you want to just end the thing? Cause it's not going to go anywhere. Or do you want to see him again? I, <laughs> I wish it would be different. I, that's kind of where, okay. I'm I just want to point something out to you. Sometimes we don't notice little like nervous habits that we have. I want to point yours out. Every time I ask you what you want. Yeah. You kind of giggle. Oh, really? Oh, I'm not allowed to have this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Interesting. So like, I want you to own it. What do you want? I want a, a better relationship than that. Um, okay. I was attracted to him, but he's not it. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. I want you to let him know that then. Oh, okay. That's kind of hard. It's really nice to meet you. I had a great time. I just don't see this going anywhere. I'm not interested in endless texting. Best of luck. Right. It doesn't have to be any more. You don't have to explain yourself any more than that. You don't have to give more details. It can just be simply like, this is not working for me. I wish you all the best. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be a jerk. Rejecting someone is not being mean. Okay. Being mean is like stupid face, right? That's me. (laughs) I'm not telling you to say that. This isn't working for me. We clearly want different things. So best of luck. Right. And and I do like the idea that I can actually say this as opposed to just disappearing, you know, or or blocking him or something like that. You've only been if you've been mostly texting and you've only seen him like it was within the last six weeks, like you don't need to have like a conversation about it. You don't need to have a phone call. You can send a quick text, make it easy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be a conversation. So like, if he's not willing to accept it, if he keeps texting you, like if he doesn't respect your boundary, essentially, then you just block at that point. Yeah. Cause that's not cool. But like, that's, you know, not even necessarily what's going to happen. Just, you know, to let you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. 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 But do you see how, do you see how you can use inner child work to apply to a very specific situation and how it's still showing up? And so your inner child, your little five-year-old is going to be kicking and screaming. She's going to be like, I don't want to, because remember Uh it feels like life or death to be Uh conversational. Right. Okay. So your adult self has to be like, this is not mom and dad. We're safe now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We are safe. I'm with you. I've got you. Right. As you take the action, you can literally be saying that to yourself as you type out this text. This text will be like two seconds, not two seconds, 20 seconds to write. And then you'll be done. And then imagine how much time and energy and emotional energy and bandwidth that's going to free up for you. I would also say that you and we won't go into it right now. However, I would also say you can apply this to your Mm -hmm. (laughs) ex-husband. Your ex-husband, you know, we don't have to go into details, but like, he's not innocent. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, there's gotta be stuff there because it's been such a, a long time. <laughs> um, I will, I wanted to say one other thing about my ex-husband, you had made a really interesting point that I've really been thinking about a lot. And I think it's made a difference is that there's 
there's the person and then there's the relationship and it's those elements of the relationship that I think is what I miss and and grieve the most the the caring that connection that sense of safety when it was there (laughs) yeah yeah I think in general um and so for everyone listening one thing I often say both to clients and also on the podcast all the time is that there's two parts to getting over an ex there's getting over the person and there's getting over the relationship nine times out of 10 getting over the person is far easier. I don't want to say easy, just easier. Uh Getting over the relationship can be tricky. And sometimes you never really get over the relationship if you don't do the deeper work around it, because relationships like you make it mean something, Mm -hmm. right? Like you feel chosen or it's your sense of safety, or even some people it's like sense of worth or sense of self is wrapped up in the relationship. And so you lose the relationship. Yeah, And so what a lot of people do is they'll do like the deep work or they won't do the deep work and they'll just find another relationship to replace that with. Right. Right. So, and it's not that you don't or can't have a relationship, give you a sense of self or identity or uh, confidence or worthiness or any of those things. They just can't be your source of it. Yeah. And so that's where inner child work comes in. Yeah. So that little girl who put her dad on her pedestal, who saw him as like the ultimate source of her safety or whatever else she saw him as. Mm-hmm. That's where you have to do some inner child work so that she can learn how to begin to source that from within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, this is, you know, people, humans are complex. I'm not trying to get you to think your parents are horrible parents or people like you can have whatever opinions you want about mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. We're looking at actions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some of the actions they took made you feel certain ways. Yep. And that's what we're looking at. And that's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? I feel okay. <laughs> I feel like there's more to think about um, and, and process and yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we've got our session, another session coming up. So, (laughs) so we'll dive into a lot more of that now, but my, my important, you know, the important piece right now, at least is for you to understand how to better apply like the inner child to present day situations which I think we got. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was kind of, I was working on both things sort of separately, but hadn't quite. Yeah. 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 It just takes practice. It just becomes a new way of thinking like, Oh, okay. where does this come from? Or why am I acting like this? And not like in an accusatory, like, way, sure. huh? Kind of like a curiosity. Right. Right. So it just, it just, it's just practice. I've been doing this for years. So like, it's, it's very quick for me, but it's practice. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's practice. Yeah, got it, got it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I will strongly encourage you to send that text. Okay. And hold your little five-year-old hand as you're doing it because she's gonna she's gonna feel she's gonna kick and scream. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It just doesn't feel right. Okay. 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 I'm wanting to move in this direction. All right, dear. Great job today. Thank you. Thank you. If you like what you hear in these kinds of episodes, imagine what we could do if it was just you and me working together over many months. Listen, I know what it's like to feel stuck and hopeless in your love life. I remember throwing everything in my love life in the hopes that something will stick and I'd finally catch a break. It wasn't until I stopped changing up my profile for the millionth time or telling myself that next time will be different for the millionth time that things actually start to shift for me. 
In order to find deep love, you've got to do the deep work. And through my own experience of crappy dating, helping hundreds of women before you, and my expertise in inner child work, I can help you make the inner shifts you need to get the outer shifts you want. When you work with me, we dig into your past relationships, your childhood, and deep-rooted beliefs so we can unravel your relationship patterns and get you into the deep love you want to be in. It doesn't matter if you've done this kind of work for years and haven't figured it out yet, or you're newer in the personal growth space. What matters is that you're done with being where you are now and you're ready to invest time, money, and energy into dramatically up-leveling your love life. If that sounds like what you want, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can see if one-on-one coaching is right for you. I've got limited spots available, so please don't put this off if this is something that you want this year. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to schedule your call. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Talk soon. And in the meantime, let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much, Rondi, for coming on to the show. As always, I so appreciate your courage and your vulnerability. I know you're a bit nervous recording today, and it was great. Not that you need my approval, but just to let you know. And I also know that this topic is going to help so many women listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you are interested in coming on to the show, I record these episodes on a rolling basis. So all you do is go to veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You scroll to the bottom. There's a link, click the link that will take you to a Google form, fill the form out. And then if I am currently recording episodes, that will take you then to my calendar. Once you fill out that form and you can book your spot. If I'm not currently recording episodes, then that'll just put you on the wait list. And then my assistant Jess will reach out to you when it's time to book your spot. These are totally free coaching calls with me. I am not promising that they are going to just drastically change everything in your life, but it only takes one step to get unstuck. And I do believe that you can have a very solid one to three steps from our coaching call. And that can be enough just to get the ball rolling and to get you in a new spot in your love life and also feeling hopefully better than you did before. So again, that link is veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. All right. So Today's episode with Rondi, we really focused on applying what she was doing in the inner child work. And so what I want to do is I just want to give you like a big picture view, an eagle eyes view of how you would go through this process in your own head. Like if you were trying to walk yourself through this and coach yourself through inner child work and applying it to a current situation or a relationship that you're in. So the very first thing, and this is something that Rondi had already done on her own, which was begin to connect the dots. This is something that I um, have people do in Crappy to Happy, which is my inner child course. This is something I have clients do and I do with them when we work together one-on-one or in the love incubator. Uh, And this is something that I encourage you to do on your own. And also I help you to do this in my book, You Are Meant for Love. So if you haven't read that and check that out, I highly recommend it because I just walk you through the entire process of how to begin connecting the dots. And in fact, in our call, Rondi even referenced the relationship history chart, which is a worksheet that I do have in Crappy to Happy. However, I also talk extensively about it in my book, You Are Meant for Love. And there's like a download that you can, you know, download to help you through that if you're kind of, if you're not even really clear on why you're doing what you're doing or why you're feeling the way you're feeling. You can buy You Are Meant for Love wherever you buy books, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, etc. Just look for that. Uh, that title in the search bar. And we'll also put a link to the book um, below as well. 
Anyways, so you want to connect the dots and ways that you might connect the dots or questions you might ask yourself when you connect the dots is how does this feel familiar? Or when have I felt like this before? Or what does this remind me of? Or who does this remind me of? And you want to ask from the context of like, how does this relationship or how does this person remind me of things? Or, or if another way to go about it, which might be the way Rondi went about it, because she wasn't really sure of the connection is, what are some big moments in my childhood that just really stick out? Now, Rondi talked about a pretty traumatic incident. It doesn't have to be traumatic like that. I mean, it certainly can be. And if you experience something really big, then it probably is coming up. And I would encourage you to work through it and and unpack it. Um, But even just very, very small, seemingly unimportant things can really stand out on our minds. And so if you have any of those kinds of memories coming up, I really encourage you to work with it and not just write it off as something that was silly or unimportant or whatever, because if it's coming up, I at least believe that there's a reason for it. And so it's worth looking into, right? So Rondi was following all the steps to inner child work, right? She had found this memory and she was trying to visualize that younger version of herself and reparent, right? Beautiful. That is really a big part of inner child work. However, what she was missing is she was missing what the stories and the beliefs that she created from that incident, right? She was already jumping into the inner child work, the reparenting specifically. Again, that's important. That's certainly part of the process. But the reason why she wasn't able to apply it to her current life is because she wasn't really gleaning, well, what were the beliefs that you created from the situation or from what happened? Or what were the actions that you then took or didn't take as a result of what happened? And once we broke that down, if you're, if you remember with Rondi, then it became super clear as to how that's still showing up in her love life. And what it became clear to is that the beliefs that she created were, it's not safe to stand up for myself. People can't protect me. People won't protect me. I can't trust people. I can't confront people. I can't let people know how I feel or when I have needs or whatever. So the first step is to connect the dots. And the second step is to figure out what the beliefs or the stories you created as a result of that thing that happened to you. And then from there, and this is what I asked Rondi, is what were the actions that you take or not take as a result of those beliefs? And we can see that she's still taking those same exact beliefs. She's been like in this kind of draining texting pen pal situation for the past six weeks, and it's not really serving her, right? But she was just kind of going along with that. And that just seems like, well, maybe this is just what dating is, or this is just what it takes to find the one, you know, you got to deal with a bunch of shit. I hear that all the time. You have to just deal with a bunch of shit until you find the one. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe, but No, also, right? Like you don't have to deal with shit. If you're getting shit, then get rid of it. You know what I mean? Do what you need to do to get rid of it. But that was not a framework or belief system that she had as a result of some of the trauma that she experienced as a child. So just to go over those three steps really quickly so that you can begin applying the inner child work to your present day life is first, you want to connect the dots and working with me or crappy to happy or my book, You Are Meant for Love will help you do that. And then what were the beliefs or stories that you created as a result of that incident? Again, it can be a capital T trauma, or it can be a lowercase t trauma, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. If it meant something to you, or if it's sticking out, then it's worth looking at. And then what were the actions that you took or didn't take as a result of those beliefs and stories? And then how are those actions? How are you still or how are you still playing out those actions? And then from there, it's like, oh, okay, so I can see how my 
five-year-old self is calling the shots in this instance, right? So with Rondi, her five-year-old self is the one being like, well, maybe we should just stick it out and see what happens. I don't want to like be any trouble or whatever. I'm putting words in her mouth a little bit, but you can kind of still see how her five-year-old self is certainly calling the shots in that um, situationship, as we called it. And what we can do or what she can do is she can be the grown-up, be the adult, be the parent for that five-year-old self. And it's like, I got this. I'm going to take care of this for you. We don't have to deal with this bullshit anymore. And like I said, her five-year-old self is probably going to be kicking and screaming because because this feels highly, highly uncomfortable. But when she sets the boundary and says, this is not what I want, thanks, but no thanks, that's a new pattern. That's a new action. And that will, I should really say that's a new action that will will create a new pattern and that will create a new experience for her and her love life. Will this one action magically change everything? No, but you have to keep working at it, right? But this is the essence of the process. So this is why I say a coach and working with me can really help you to see your blind spots. Again, you only know what you know. And sometimes it's so powerful to have someone who's non-biased, who has experience, who has this expertise and being like, is that really true? Is that really true? right? Is it really true that men aren't trustworthy? Is it really true that your ex was the best thing that ever happened to you or whatever? And then when we can break some of those beliefs down, we can begin to change your actions. And from there, you can change your love life. So if you are interested in doing that kind of work with me, I would love to connect to see if we'd be a good fit to work together to sign up for a no pressure sales consult with me, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. All right, my dear, that's all I've got for you. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection. If you've got it all but love, you're ready to uplevel your love life and the work we did in this episode resonates, I want you to strongly consider working with me one-on-one. You'll never hear me say, you just got to get out there more or you got to love yourself more. Working together is your opportunity for me to guide you in doing the deep work so you can transform your love life from the inside out. I actually don't care what app you're on or what your texting game is like or how many dates a month you go on. I care about doing the deep work so you can attract a deep love. I meet you right where you are, hold your hand and hold you accountable throughout the process. So if you're looping or feeling stuck in your patterns and can psychoanalyze yourself to death, I can get you to where you want to go. If you're serious about finding love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest time and money into yourself, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can explore if working together is the next right step for you. You can learn more and schedule your consult at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find them in the show notes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen. It really helps me to grow the show. Thank you so much in advance. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. 
quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.